Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. Now to all my, again, my Gentile friends, I, I, I keep coming back to this because like I, I understand it's very, very foreign. The first time I decided to go attend Passover, I thought I was walking in on a party that I wasn't really invited to. It's like, this is their party. It's not mine. I'm not, a, you know, but I found in the Bible where it gave me permission. God says, you have my permission to attend these festivals and these, these biblical holidays. You Gentiles, you've got my, my say-so, the green light. And then I was like, yes. So now when I go to Passover, now when I do Hanukkah, I'm like, here's the Gentile in the room. I'm, I'm ready to party. You know, I've got full permission from the Lord. Let's rock, okay? So to my Gentile friends, are you getting the sense of how important Hanukkah is, not just to us, not just to the Jews, but also to the Lord God. If, the, if it's important to the Lord, I want to do it. Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication, the Festival of Lights, is something Jesus wanted to attend. And by God, it makes me want it too. An entire biblical holiday has been established for us to celebrate that God wants relationship with you. God says, I want to be with you, and I gave you a party to be happy about it. And most Gentiles are going, no. Why did we do that? That's like if you were going to give your child a birthday party. This is your birthday. We're, we set up a birthday party and here's the cake and all your friends are over and they go, no. And they walk away. This is me celebrating you. He wants that relationship. Jesus dedicated himself to us by dying on the cross. I think I can dedicate myself to him too. We are the temple, and in order to dedicate ourselves to God properly, we have to remember the hammer Maccabees dedicated the temple, and as long as false gods were in the Lord's temple, then that temple was defiled. Today, if you want to dedicate your life to the Lord God, you have got to throw out all the false gods that you have allowed in your life. The temple is defiled. Well, what kind of things can be false gods in my life, Ray? I don't know. Pick one. Money, politics, drugs, alcohol, self, anything that has rivaled itself as a priority over Jesus in your life, that can be a false god. So there's a lot of believers today, they need to throw the false gods out of the temple and don't try to be all nice about it. Well, that thing in my life, I really need to, oh, I need to do something about it. Yeah, I talked to Anna. We need to paint the house. We were talking about that for five to 10 years. You identify a false God, you need to throw it out. Be a hammer. Get tough. Throw it out. Don't be all nicey-nice about it. Get them out. These false gods defile you. 
it defiles the temple. And realize if we are the temple and it defiles you, it defiles us with you. It's not just for you, it's for others. If you want to rededicate the temple back to God, realize it's time to get a pouring of fresh oil. Fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. The Bible refers to the Holy Spirit as an anointing of oil. Now, some believers have allowed their fire to dim. You know some people at one time, they were a fresh new believer and they were fiery and that lampstand was... And then at some point it went, eh, need some fresh oil back on that fire. You remember how the Israelites, they had lost their identity with God. They didn't have the temple as God wanted it. They weren't worshiping as God wanted it. He set his own Hellenized Jew in there. It wasn't proper. They lost their identity with God. Today, Christianity has lost its identity with God too. You know, today, the word Christian, I don't even really like using the word Christian anymore because it really doesn't mean what it used to. Christian means you're on fire for God. Christianity today bears no resemblance at all to what God's Word says a believer should look like. That's what shocked me when I finally started reading the Bible for the first time. Because I've been a Christian my whole life. I started reading the Bible and I thought, wait a minute, this looks nothing like what I've been seeing. We got to rededicate, guys. We got to get some oil poured on. We got to light that lamp back up. Why does Christianity, as we call it, not look at all what God said it should? should? Why? Because the temple has become defiled by false gods. And we need to rededicate, get our identity back. It's time to relight the lampstand with the light of Jesus Christ. John 12 and 46 says, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. If you've got a dim lamp, man, you need to flame on quick. But you've got to get the false gods out. So let me ask you a question. Is it good for Christians to celebrate Hanukkah? Well, after reading all this, don't you think so? What I want to ask is, why was Hanukkah forgotten by Christian Gentiles? Why'd we lose it? It's in the book. I showed you. Why'd we lose it? Because our culture replaced it with something else to distract our attention off of it. Because somebody somewhere along the way hated the Jewishness of the Messiah and tried to erase it. So you got to wonder, why did we believers today, Christians today, why did we lose track of Hanukkah? Because there's a lot of Jew-hating people out there that want us to forget our identity with God. And I'm here to help you get it back. I'm here to help rededicate the temple today. I'm coming in like a hammer. Our culture replaced it, Hanukkah, with something else. Now, if it was so wrong for Antiochus to replace God with the Greek gods of Hellenism, then how is it not wrong for our culture to replace God's biblical holidays with something else? If it was wrong for Antiochus, it's wrong for us. God's biblical holidays are prescribed by God. The other holidays that are not in the Bible, man prescribed it. Jesus didn't attend it. I don't guess I really need it. But I want to ask you a question, and please hear me objectively. How in the world did we come to telling our own children about a man named Santa Claus who lives at the North Pole and dances around with elves. He travels around the whole world in one night in a sleigh pulled by flying reindeer. How did we come up with that and forget Hanukkah? You know one's not true, and you know one is. Now, I'm not bashing Christmas. Please don't take me that way. Please don't. Let me take this idea a little further. I want to show you a different time when a different people 
did this same thing. I want to show you when a different people made up a crazy bunch of mystical stuff and then tried to say it was all about the Lord. Wouldn't you love to hear that? It's in the Bible too. This is real stuff here. Exodus 32 and 4, and he received the gold from their hand and he fashioned it with an engraving tool and made a molded calf. Then they said, this is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. So when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it and Aaron made a proclamation and he said, tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. This calf, this is for God. And is this just me or is this messed up? When you look at what Aaron did, oh, Aaron, you, mm, and we point our finger at him. Wait a minute. What do we got going on right now? You invent some kind of a magical being, a calf in this case, you attribute power to it, and you give it all the attention, but then you say it's for the Lord. Now, if we can point at the Israelites and say, how could you do this? Then how is it any better for us to make up a different magical being of our own, lie to our children about it, and tell them to believe in him, singing, I believe in Santa Claus, but then tell them it's all about the Lord. Friends, if you want to pick December to, to, to remember Jesus, that is fine. I'm not knocking that. I'm saying get the gods, the false gods out of the temple. You see what I'm saying? I hope I'm conveying effectively today. I hope I'm getting through. Are we that blind that to have all the false gods mess us up this bad? And it is rampant in our culture today. Let me pose another question. Why did the Israelites make a golden calf? I mean, why a calf? Where did that come from? They picked it up from their Egyptian pagan culture. And guess what? We certainly did not get Santa Claus from the Lord. We got it from our culture. Parents, if you demand your kids clean up their room, (laughs) then understand that God demands we clean up the temple. I know this offends some people. And like Doe Schwartz says, I love you. I want to bless you. But I got to get real to the Bible here. Y'all agreed with the vision statement I read today. We exist according to the word of God. Oh, praise God. Amen, Ray. I like that. Well, is it working on you now? We have to be according to the word of God. I'm required to get real with you. Jesus is coming back soon. I don't have time to sugarcoat anything. I have to get real. Authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus. It's in our vision statement. Authentic. Hi, Anna. I'm dedicated to you. But I'm going to go spend the night with a couple other ladies tonight because my tradition says it's okay. But I'll see you, I'll see you in a two days. Not having it. If, the, if I'm jealous for my wife, righteous jealousy. If my wife is jealous for me, righteous jealousy. How jealous is God for you if you claim to be his? It's getting heavy in here, Ray. Ooh, it's a good heavy. Authentic. Jesus attended the Feast of Lights in the temple in the temple that had been rededicated back to God. Friends, we need to kick the false gods out and rededicate. Jesus said in Mark seven thirteen. listen to this. He says, you make the word of God of no effect through your tradition, which you have been handed down and many such things you do. He said, you know what? The word of God is nullified to you because you follow traditions instead of what God told you to do. And a bunch of you are doing a lot of it. I don't want him to look at me and say that. Friends, tradition will mess you up, but tradition can be good. Don't let this happen. I don't want bad traditions to corrupt my life. I don't want it to corrupt this part of the temple that I have to where I walk in here and spread it off onto you. 
and then it turns into who knows what kind of sin trouble. How many of you in the room want more trouble in your life? Please put your hand up. Yes, I want more trouble. I don't. I have to clean up. I got to rededicate my temple. So I want to say something here, and please hear me. If anybody invites you to a Christmas party gathering, please, please join them. You have no idea how many people I have heard of after hearing this message from me. Somebody invites them to a Christmas gathering. They go, no, my pastor said no. I'm not saying that. Go have a good time. Make some memories. Don't stick your nose in the air and be a whatever about it. Don't miss out on making wonderful memories with your family and friends. I'm not trying to take anything away from you. I'm trying to give you something that you didn't know you had available. Take this and go to their party and share it with them. Don't be that stick in the mud. In Deuteronomy, the Lord told the Israelites that when they enter the promised land, He said, tear down all the false gods, destroy their altars, and break down their sacred pillars. Why did he say to do that? Because in Deuteronomy 12.4, he says, you shall not worship the Lord your God with such things. (laughs) Amen, Ray, that's all you got to say. Got it. Friends, if it's wrong to make a golden calf while claiming it's to celebrate to the Lord, then it's wrong to make anything that God has not prescribed in His Word while claiming it's to celebrate Him. Celebrate Him. This December, celebrate the Lord. Yes, do it. But don't do it with lies. Don't do it with false gods. We are the temple. So, why have we allowed false gods in the temple? Why have we allowed the man to distract us from the celebration that Jesus Himself attended? John 4 and 24 says, God is spirit... And those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. Spirit and what? Spirit and what? Spirit and truth. Is Santa Claus true? Are flying reindeer true? Are dancing and singing snowmen true? Are magical golden calves that can bring the Israelites out of Egypt, was that golden calf true? No. No. Friends, I have to put the hammer down because in this church, we are not going to replace God's word with things that we have adopted from our culture. You shall not worship the Lord God with such things. We will worship him in spirit and in truth. Jesus said in Mark 7, 9, he said, all too well, you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. Friends, traditions can be a good thing. I've been to other countries. I've seen some strange traditions. But when tradition tries to get in the way over God's word, then obviously that brings big, big trouble. Tradition can also be a bad thing. Our tradition keeps this time of year, generally, the tradition going on right now, keeps Jesus confined to a manger, keep him cute, keep him cuddly. Let's make it warm. Let's make it feel good. No cross, no death, not much about the bloody penalty for sin. Keep Jesus cute and cozy while Santa Claus is the grown-up that loves to give. That's the problem I have. People want to talk Santa. People want to have Christmas parties. Fine, go tell them about Jesus Christ. You know why he came here? He came to die. 
Well, that's not cozy and cute. I know. My Savior Jesus came to be crucified to pay the death penalty for my sins so that He and no one else could be the giver to give me eternal life. That's the gift we need to be telling people about. Make sure people understand when you give them a gift during this time of year, I give this to you because I love you. And you didn't have to work to earn it. I give it to you and tell them the gospel is the same thing. Jesus offers you eternal life because he loves you and he gives it to you. Don't blow a party and miss the gospel opportunity to give it to people, to get their mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm saying. I refuse to let any tradition of man replace the truth of the word of God or invalidate God's word unto me. Choose this day who you serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. All right? You're welcome to come with me. I want you to look at the Hanukkah again. We have eight lamps. For the eight days that the lamp had burned when the temple was rededicated. But notice there's one branch in the center that's different. And that branch is called in Hebrew the shamash. Shamash means servant. And so on each day of Hanukkah, we light each of the eight candles from the flame of the shamash. And if you go to light any other candle, you, you take that candle out and you light it from the shamash, okay? Because it is the attender. The shamash is the attender. It is the servant of the other candles. The shamash gives light to the others. You light it. It gives light to the others. Matthew 20 and 28 says, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus was a servant who attended to us. The King of Kings left his throne of all creation to serve me. And so whenever you light each candle from the shamash, you say a miracle happened here. You know, being saved by Jesus Christ means a miracle happened here. Also notice that the shamash is not only the servant, but it's also higher than the other branches. Mark 16, 19. So then after the Lord, the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. It is the servant. It gives light to the others. And it is also higher than all. Amen. No candle is lit by its own flame. We light them from the shamash. Just as none of us have our own righteousness, our righteousness, our light comes from Jesus Christ who served us. John 8 and 12 says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Friends, isn't Hanukkah great? Isn't the Feast of Lights wonderful? The time of dedication, it is a wonderful time. And this December, please go have a good time with your family and friends. If they invite you to a Christmas get-together, it's all right. I've had people right after a message of this come up to me. And I see it. I see it a mile away. They're coming. And they're going to get me. And they start with, now, Ray, I really appreciate my time with... Okay, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. You didn't hear me. Okay. So I wrote into my notes several times, several reminders to go have fun. Go have a good time. Okay. Please don't, don't come after me. I will run. Just don't allow any tradition to take your attention away from the Word of God, or it will dim your lamp. Don't let that happen. We need God's holy oil to burn brightly. And I got one last story before we're done. Matthew 25 and 1. 
Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Watch, therefore, you don't know when he's coming. You've got to be ready. There's a song with lyrics we have sung before probably. It says, like a bride waiting for her groom will be a church waiting for you. You've probably heard that song. At about this time of year, you'll hear music. Santa Claus is coming to town. No, he's not. Jesus Christ is coming to town. Be ready. And as we saw with the 10 versions, it's not enough to just be expecting Jesus. A lot of people say they're expecting Jesus. You have to be prepared for him. You got to be ready. Oh yeah, I'm waiting for Jesus to come, but they're not ready. No matter how many times you try to light a lamp, it will not burn without oil. You need fuel. You cannot burn for the Lord as a believer without the Holy Spirit of God. But remember how the Lord kept that special oil that one special jug available for the Maccabees to find and rededicate the temple. The Lord also keeps his Holy Spirit available for you to dedicate your life to Jesus Christ, and he will provide you with enough oil to burn forever, for all eternity. And what a great day to do it, to rededicate today, Hanukkah, the time of dedication Bottom line, if Jesus celebrated this, then I want it to, just so I could be more like him. And the key word here is dedication. Dedication. That's what Hanukkah means, dedicate. I am dedicated to my wife. If you have given your life to Jesus, then today is a time of dedication for you to give your life fully to him. If my wife would not accept it, if I said, I'm going to play with other gals tonight, And what do you think the Lord would say if we say, Lord, uh, I've dedicated to you, but I want to spend time with other false gods today for a while. What do you think he would say to that? Let us not be distracted from celebrating our dedication to the Lord because he dedicated himself to us. Let's pray for dedication as we throw the false gods out. Father, we come before you, Lord God. We thank you that you have been patient with us Lord, there have been some false gods that I allowed to seep in, but now I'm recognizing. I'm recognizing what's wrong. Forgive me, Father God. Lord, relight me. Thank 
you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.